Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Everyone and welcome to the show. This is your host Bernice Bennett, and joining me today is Freddie Williams Evans for a discussion about the forced migration from Bertie County, North Carolina, to Madison, Mississippi. Freddie Williams Evans is a native of Madison, Mississippi, located in Madison County, and resides in New Orleans. She is internationally recognized for her scholarship on Historic Congo Square and is the author of Congo Square, African Roots in New Orleans, the first comprehensive study of the location, which received the 2012 Louisiana Humanities Book of the Year Award and is published in French. Her research and advocacy influenced the 2011 New Orleans City Council Ordinance that made the popular name Congo Square the official name of the location. Evans is also the author of three picture books, Hush Harbor, Praying in the Secret, The Battle of New Orleans, The Drummer's Story, and A Bus of Our Own. So let me give a warm welcome to Freddie Williams Evans to the show. Welcome, Freddie. Thank you. Thank you, Bernice, for this opportunity. Well, Freddie, I am really looking forward to you sharing what you know about the forced migration from Bertie County, North Carolina, to Madison, Mississippi. So just give us some background information about Madison County, Mississippi. As you mentioned, Madison, Mississippi is located within Madison County. So there is a town and a county, and they're located in the central part of the city. Actually, Madison County is adjacent to Hines County, which is where Jackson is, and that's the capital of Mississippi. So Madison County was originally um, populated 
by Native American members of the Choctaw Nation. In 1820, representatives from the United States, Andrew Jackson and Thomas Hines, collaborated or signed an agreement with a chief of the Choctaw Nation. His name was Chief uh, Pushmataha. And uh, that document, that treaty, was known as the Treaty of Dort Stand, D-O-A-K apostrophe S. And that happened in 1820. So that allowed then the opportunity for white planters to infiltrate, so to speak, the area, to migrate into the area to set up their plantations. And there were numerous planters who migrated from Berkey County, North Carolina, to to the location, to Madison County, to Madison, Mississippi particularly. But there are other locations within Madison County where planters from that area, as well as from parts of South Carolina, migrated as well. One of the first planters and one of the earliest ones was John Johnstone. Actually, he migrated the same year the treaty was passed, and that was in 1820. Now, of course, they did not come alone, the planters, meaning the planters. John Johnson brought along with him his body servant, who was my third great-grandfather. His name was March. Now, March was not a child because he was a body servant. He was a personal attendant, so he was not an infant or even a young, young child. He was at best a teenager of some age and ability. But that means that he also knew his family. He knew from whence he came. He knew his home. And upon emancipation, luckily for my family, for us, he assumed the name of his family in North Carolina. And this is where my story begins with March. So let's let's go back for a second because you mentioned John Johnston, the white planter who migrated to Madison. But tell us what kind of documentation did you find on this planter to find your ancestor March? Yes. So there there there's quite a bit of documentation because John Johnstone and his name is spelled John Johnstone, many times you see a John Johnson, was a wealthy person and he actually passed quite early. But his wife, Margaret Johnstone, assumed a lot of his legacy. She ended up building this beautiful mansion called Annandale. She also built Chapel of the Cross, which is still standing. It's now an Episcopalian church. may have always been Episcopalian. And she built it in honor of um, John Johnstone. So we have records from the plantation. We have records from uh, the church. We have records of his his, uh, journey, of his estate. In the state archives, there are. We, I've used Freedman records from the Freedman's Bureau. I've re- used WPA records from the county itself. So there are documents on many, many levels that I have used to uh, confirm this, census reports, and on and on. Well, for those of you that are looking at the rotating billboard, you have a document up there, and it's entitled Negroes Belonging to uh, Johnston, and it was 1842. Tell us about that document. Yes. So John Johnston also came with 
two of his brothers. So one of them was named Samuel. This is a list of enslaved people who belonged to Samuel Johnson, and you see that it's dated 1842. Now, although the elders, John Johnson and his brothers, arrived in 1820, they did not bring their families and large numbers of enslaved people until the 40s. And this list shows by 1842, these people were here. And on this list is Winnie. So in the middle column, let's see, you have about um, nine or ten from the bottom. You see the, the name Winnie. Winnie ended uh, in a relationship with March. So Winnie and March became a couple, and they are my, were my great, 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 third great grandparents. But in this case, Winnie belonged to John Johnston and um, March belonged to John. No, Winnie belonged to Samuel and March belonged to John and Margaret. Okay. So we see. So let me take you back uh, for a second. You mentioned the treaty. You mentioned that the migration took place. So what was in Madison prior to the migration? There were Native Americans and their habitat and their land. They inhabited the land that was really Choctaw country. Mm -hmm. Now, the treaty, and there are a lot of details. Some of the Native Americans did remain, but the majority of them left. They were pushed out. Um, along, I don't know if it was would be called formally the Trail of Tears, but it would have been a Trail of Tears that they encountered on their way to, to their new homeland. But this was ancestral land of the Native Americans of the Choctaw Nation. And then you mentioned the surname Baysmores. Tell me more about that surname and what you're finding out about this uh, Baysmore family or families. Yes, well, I am so, so thankful that March did assume, did take on his family name because we hear so much about um, uh, enslaved people upon emancipation taking the names of their current land holder, uh, uh, slave holders. And that is true, mm-hmm. and that has happened a lot in this case. And it's also true, I have to say, before I talk to you more about the Baysmore um, name, is that this was not the first family that drew me to this research. My So Mark is on my father's side. He's my maternal great-great uh, ancestors. But my maternal, my mom's people were also brought from Berkeley County, North Carolina, and they were the people who I first started researching. And it was with the help of people who were also researching these families, Nettie and uh, Nesbury and her twin sister, Letty, out of Chicago, those people who are um, really, really familiar with the genealogy world may know them because they have been on this show a long, long time. But their people were also enslaved by Noah Hinton, who purchased land from John Johnson in later years. Because as John Johnson had purchased so much land during his initial time there, and as one of the first first in that area, he sold land to people who came later on. And so, mm-hmm. thankfully, they left crumbs for us to follow, you know, so to speak. They left this information 
for us to act upon. And upon emancipation, my other family, the Cottons, also took names from people or from their family in North Carolina. So this then has enabled us to reach out to people in Berkeley County. What I have found out is that there are numerous, numerous Baysmores still in Berkeley County, North Carolina. And I see names on my DNA list, my match list, who are Baysmores. And this means white as well as black Baysmores. And I, I realize that everybody didn't still keep the name Baysmores because of marriage and marriage and marriage. So there are people who are not even Baysmores who are on my list, and I'm sure that they are connecting to me or connected to me uh, through this relationship from Berkeley County, North Carolina. So my goal then is to make these connections, to, to reach back. I have done much, much, a lot of research in Madison, and now I need to head to Berkeley County to establish those connections. Well, you actually stimulated my interest even more. I mean, I've talked to Marvin Jones about Bertie County and, and the, the information that he has on the Chihuahuan discovery. But when you started talking to me about the Baysmores, I looked at my DNA and discovered I'm also connecting to the Baysmore families. And then to say that Madison is close to Hines, well, my great-grandmother is from Hines County, Mississippi. So you really have, you know, stimulated me in a way that I need to also reach out and find out more information and share that information with you. But when you mention Noah B. Hinton, how many uh, enslaved people did Noah B. Hinton bring to Madison? Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that because, what has come uh, apparent to me is that he brought a whole community with him. He brought 120 enslaved people at one time, and there were people who wow. were left in Berkey County. So you think about culture being transformed or transferred from one location to another. You're thinking about cooking uh, traditions and food and food ways and and music and, re- and religious practices, all kinds of folklore, religious beliefs. And so, you you know, it makes you think, what else is connecting uh, the two locations other than people? I mean, there may, may be so much more. And mm-hmm. as I conduct the research and I, as I think about family names that I knew when I grew up in Madison, I see more and more names and more indications like Pew, P-U-H, P-U-G-H. Mm-hmm. That's the name was prevalent in uh, Madison as I grew up, but it is also present, uh, prevalent in um, in Bertie County, Thompson. So the research is really just at the surface. There's so much more. And I just invite other people who are interested in pursuing this, even if they don't know that their family members may have come, may have been brought. We didn't come. We were brought. It was forced from uh, Bertie County into Madison County. You know, join me, collaborate with with us. And there is another young lady who, as I pursue this research, I find more and more relatives. And one of them is Rosie Riley, who was looking for her uncle March before I even realized that March was my ancestor also. And I'm talking to her, and she's saying, well, well, he did this. And I said, okay, this is wonderful. You know, if ever I run across anything, I'll let you know. 
And during my research, and you will have on here on the rolling uh, screen the death certificate from my great-grandmother. So when I discovered her death certificate, her parents were listed as Baysmores. That was my revelation. Mm. Oh, I'm a, well, who, you know, this is when I first started looking into this, and I, and I had to call Rosie and say, Rosie, we have to talk. We have to meet. I have to show something to you. And when we sat down, I said, we're related. We have the same ancestors. You were looking for who I should have been looking for, but I didn't know, that, you know, that we were related at that time. So uh, I just invite people to join me. And you, you will be one of them to join me as we look for um, <laughs> Well, I oh, I look forward. But you mentioned Nettie, and how did you connect with with Nettie and Letty to find that you were perhaps looking at some of the same people, or you were in the same area in Madison? So I have to also give credit to this master genealogist, Warren Jones. When Warren and I talked one night about you know my genealogy. Uh, quest for my maternal parents and my maternal ancestors. These were the ones who Nora Hinton brought in. He said, well, why don't you just put up on Ancestry.com uh, the question, does anyone know of any relatives or ancestors who were also enslaved on the Hinton plantation, Noah B. Hinton? In no time, Nettie responded. And mm-hmm. in no time, I called her. I couldn't even wait for her. I, you know, I found her phone number, just Google, Google, Google. Anyway, don't I, I shouldn't say that because I don't want people calling me out of the book. <laughs> but anyway, within 20 minutes, we were saying cousins to each other. And we collaborated. We came together. She came to um, New Orleans, and then we took a sojourn to Mississippi, and we had like a five-day planned itinerary. We went to the archives one day. We went to the courthouse one day. We went to... Uh, signed descendants of the slaveholders one day, and we went to meet with the docent one day. So we just had a, a really, really rich uh, journey, so to speak, sojourn of um, looking at places. And we we had talked about this before, of course, and mapped it out. And that's what we'll have to do when we make this sojourn to Bertie County as well. Right. And, you know, one of the values, and I'm I'm really happy that you agreed to come on the show, is that we have opportunity to network and spread the word that you are searching. And those Mm -hmm. that are also searching, they should contact you. So how can they they contact you? They can contact me um, through my email. Uh, They can Google me, Freddie Williams Evans. I have a website. And uh, they'll find my contact information on my website, Freddie Williams Evans. Okay. And do you have any uh, additional information you'd like to share with us? Anything else about the rotating billboard or just, hey, what else should people be thinking of when they're trying to go on this journey? Just, Just anything else you feel would be helpful to those who are also seeking out uh, an ancestor just as you found yours? Well, I would encourage people to look at the census reports because that's another document that's on the billboard. I have the um, the census for March Baysmore from 1870, and listed on that census is my great-grandmother, Violet Baysmore. And 
that opened up a lot of information to me, just the name itself, because Valet has remained, that name has remained in the family. And um, then I also saw Rachel. And this is how we were able to see the relationship between Rosie's um, ancestors. And I mentioned Rosie Riley, who was also looking mm-hmm. for Mark. And so her, Rachel, her great-grandmother's listed here, maybe her great-great-grandmother. But uh, census reports are so important. And then I have also on the rotate, rotating screen, rotating screen, a, another way to look at the census, this is the actual documentation. I have it highlighted in, in yellow. Uh, the very first line shows March Baysmore. But I think something there is so interesting to me. You see 100 in, let's see, maybe the, after his name and the title that he had, domestic service, you see 100. And you don't see that in any other column. That was the amount of his personal estate. So it's interesting to me that he had $100, but then, you know, he was a body servant and a coachman. Mm-hmm. So I would like to look more into what could have been his personal estate to value that amount. Was it cash only, or was it something else that he may have acquired somewhere along the line? It wasn't and real that's estate. interesting. The yes, the column next to it would have been where the real estate uh, would have been listed. But uh, mm-hmm. this was personal. personal uh, so I, I would and that census also mentioned North Carolina. Yes, exactly. For Winnie, too, do you see right under March is Winnie. His, and mm-hmm. Winnie pointed out her name on the uh, list of enslaved people who were held by Samuel Johnson, and that was in 1842. But Winnie, again, mm-hmm. was born in North Carolina. So that's in keeping with um, with that. Report. And then well, the children, just out of curiosity, yeah. what took you to uh, Samuel Johnston and John Johnston? What was it? It was the Baysmores because I mean it was March okay. because I knew March was owned by the Johnstons, so I wanted to look at all of the relatives. And we don't, you know, when you, you know when you're doing uh, genealogy. You look at everybody around that central person in the in the circle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I look sure. at Samuel because it's related to John, and then I'll look at William or whomever else, and I'll look at all of Margaret's relatives as well. Margaret was the wife of John, but I cannot isolate all of them. And, and when I did that, or when you do that, you'll find that they're all related in some way, whether it's blood mm-hmm. or just through Church relations, um, we have to look at the church that they came out of in North Carolina and Berkeley County. We're going to find a lot of connections that we already have in that church. So we have to look at the whole person and all of their relatives around them. Well, this is just a fascinating research, a wonderful journey that you're going on. I know you're going to find even more information to share with everyone. And so I'm going to close out. Any final closing remarks before I close out the show? Well, my remarks would be to please connect with me if you are interested in, or if you think that your relatives may have also been brought from um, Berkey County to Madison County or vice versa. And if you're in North Carolina, I'm working with a genealogy specialist, Dr. Ben Speller, and uh, he's really 
working to help collaborate, well, help us collaborate, help us connect. So we had actually planned to hold a genealogy fair this summer that focused on the connection between the two uh, locations. But, of course, because of COVID-19, we can't do it. So now we would hope to resume this, these plans for next summer. And it would be wonderful over the year if we can really build up this coalition of people, this, 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 um, this interest. So if you're interested and you're in that area, please reach out to Dr. Van Spell or you can reach out to me as well. But I know that he's working from that side to help us, um, help us make these connections. Okay, well, thank you so much, Freddie, for joining me today. And everyone else, I want you to also uh, check out my book, Tracing Their Steps, a memoir, Bernice Alexander Bennett on Amazon. And this book is about my journey to find land that my grandmother told me that her grandfather owned in Livingston Parish, Louisiana. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Thank you, Freddie, for joining me today. Bye. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Parts.